does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Yeah, 8 o'clock hour, hanging out with you, drivehubler.com studios. Reminder, Game 4 World Series will join that in pro- uh, progress tonight after trackside at about 9 o'clock or so, so you won't miss any of that home of the World Series right here on The Fan. So cannot wait for that. Pacers-Celtics Wednesday, our coverage here on The Fan beginning at 7 o'clock. All right, Rick Carlisle joins us, head coach of the Pacers. He joins us on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Coach? Happy Halloween. Good morning. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Uh, We're doing fantastic. I know you can't see this, but uh, Kevin Bowen is dressed up like a piece of bacon today. So that's what he decided to do today. He's dressed up like bacon, coach. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Not sure it's one of my... Well, that's who's interviewing you, a piece of bacon. Not sure it's one of my finer moments, coach, but nonetheless, uh, thanks for joining us here. I've had I've had worse interviews, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I'm sure you have. Good. I'm glad I'm clearing I'm sure you that have. probably very low bar here on this Tuesday <laughs> morning. Uh, as you look back on last night, uh, Coach, it seemed kind of a variety of things, whether it was defending without fouling, frankly just kind of missing some open shots, not getting the game at maybe the pace you would like. What, what stood out to you about last night? Well, there was a period in the third quarter where we had – we had it to eight points. We had an eight-point lead, and there were four possessions in a row where we just came up empty. We had a couple of bad miscues. We had a couple of pretty good looks that we missed. <clears throat> and one of the keys about winning in the NBA, as I'm sure it's um, very similar in the NFL, is having having as big a lead as you can headed into the fourth quarter. And so we still went into the fourth with a five-point lead. But it could have been, you know, it could have been seven or eight or nine. And, you know, every point counts. So that was a big part of it. You know, you I think you mentioned the fouling. And, and uh, you know, our shooting wasn't great. And uh, I think a lot of this, you got to give credit to Chicago. They just they played a very physical, hard-fought game. I thought our team played – very hard as well um but they played better and so you know we got some work to do obviously tomorrow night jason tatum jalen brown that speaks for itself especially with what those two did last night both over 30 and just three quarters but as you look back to last night with demar Derozan and zach levine i'm curious do you fall a little bit more on the encourage meter like you held them to 12 of 36 i mean that's that's a great night from a defensive standpoint, or do you fall on the, we can't let those two guys get to the foul line 19 times combined where they made 18 of those 19? Yeah, probably, probably some of both. And uh, I mean, another encouraging thing about last night was that we got off to a much better start in the game. Uh, The first two games, you know, we, we given up uh, huge offensive numbers to the opponent. Um, Last night, you know, it was it was very very much back and forth. It was uh, a much more manageable defensive number, and we came out of the first quarter up three. So, you know, that was that was a good sign. But, um, you know, the, the fouling has been 
it's just been an ongoing theme, and it's just something we got to we got to keep working on. I mean, there were there were plays in the fourth quarter where you know we just made some some just poor judgment mistakes. Uh, you know, we we grabbed the jersey of DeRozan once or twice in front of the referee, and you know that's just going to be an automatic foul, and then the bonus, and um, you know we just got to clean that stuff up. Rick Carlisle with us on the Pay Less Liquors Hotline. You mentioned the fouls. That's what I was going to ask as a follow-up. 67 fouls in three games. Those are just the numbers. I think last night, I think 24 was the number. How do you clean that up? Is it attention to detail? Um, Is it film study, kind of knowing what the other guy is going to do? What is it? What are you trying to instill in the guys so they don't do this as much, I guess? Well, NBA defense is such a game of inches, and your your positioning with your footwork, your positioning with your hands. Um, if there's a screen coming, the position of the player defending, the man setting the screen. I mean, there's such a level of precision to be able to navigate that stuff and and avoid you know the the onslaught of fouls. So. Um, you know, we just got to keep working on it. You know, I showed the guys a film before the game last night of 12 plays in the Cleveland game where we gave up a total of 29 points, you know, because our, our attention to detail was not what it should have been. And, you know, we got we, – we were fortunate in Cleveland. I mean, um, they were without a couple of their star players and, you know um, – and we had a really rough start in that one, but we're able to, you know, get the wheels back on the wagon. Our, our second unit played great, and, and Tyrese was was brilliant down the stretch. But th- these are going to be, you know, things that we continue to have to work on and recognize and do better with. Rick Carlisle joining us here on the Payless Slickers Hotline. Pacers fall to the Bulls last night, two and one on the year at Boston coming up tomorrow night. Uh, Coach, I want to go back to Friday, if you don't mind, or I guess Thursday maybe, and signing that contract extension. Obviously, our first conversation with you since that. Um, if you look at your kind of second stint here, is this what you thought it would be? Did you walk into it thinking it would be kind of this rebuild that it's turned into? And obviously this year now, uh, certainly a, a much more of, I think, a kind of a winning playoff focus from so many inside and outside of the organization. Well, good question. Uh, obviously, no, it didn't appear that way, but you never know. I mean, you never know exactly what you're getting into. Um, and, you know, there was clearly a lot of work to be done. Um, the roster needed to be revamped. Um, you know, we found out in the first two months that, you know, the there were just – things about the dynamics of the roster that that weren't working. And um, so, you know, Kevin and Chad went to work. Um, You know, we were able to do the deal for uh, Domas, you know, for uh, for Tyrese. And, you know, that's been a great deal for both franchises. Um, You know, Buddy's been a terrific acquisition. And, you know, we really felt that, in today's game, we need to get as much shooting as possible. And if you get a chance to acquire a franchise point guard in his early 20s, that, that that's something that would be important too. And then from there, you know, it's just it's just been all about developing 
talent and developing players. And, you know, the, the first couple of years, um, you know, it, it has been just that. I mean, there have been times, uh, a lot of times, where we, we have just played guys to develop them. Um, you know, this year we, is a different year. And so um, we're, we're in much more of a merit-based uh, mode of, of playing time, rotation, that kind of stuff. And, um, and obviously expectations have increased. So that's what you want. You know, you want to be in a situation where you feel like you have a chance every night to win. Um, we, we feel like the roster is, you know, significantly better than it was certainly last year and definitely a couple of years ago. Um, but like the NFL, um, the NBA operates with very slim margins. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're working in those areas. Uh, to try to gain as many small edges as we can. Um, but the parity in, in the NBA has never been better, <clears throat> and that creates really massive challenges in every game you play. Rick Carlisle with us here on The Fan. Who has stood out? Maybe let's move Tyrese uh, aside. Who has stood out to you? I know it's just three games, a couple exhibition games, as someone who you think's game has really got better maybe from last year to this year. Who would that be early on in this season in the first week or so? Anybody? Well, I think a guy that has uh, drawn a lot of conversation on that era, uh, that area is Jalen Smith. And, you know, he really devoted his uh, entire summer to getting stronger, to getting more entrenched as a full-time five-man. You know, he came to us as a guy that had an opportunity to, to play the four when we first got here. Um, he started in for 27 or 28 games and just decided that, you know, we, we needed to do something a little different at four. And so uh, from that point, you know, he just kind of revamped his approach. It was a little bit of an up-and-down season last year. You know, the last 30 games, I thought he was terrific, always ready to play, et cetera, et cetera. And then this summer, he just solidified it even more and really outright won the backup center mm-hmm. spot and um, has played has played extremely well and played well last night, too, before he got banged up. And, and we're, we hope that this is not anything serious. He was available to go back in the game um, in the fourth. But uh, but we'll see where he is uh, where he is this morning, um, and, uh, and you know that's that's kind of where we are. Like I, any other guy, I like uh, I, I like Ben Mather and, and what he's done. <clears throat> you know his his numbers aren't super gaudy right now uh, offensively, but his his uh, development at the defensive end um, and his effort and his. You know, attention to detail has gotten so much better. Um, and as you as you saw last night, you know, if you watch the game, in the second half, uh, foul trouble got him, took him out of the game. And that hurt us because he was a guy that, you know, when we made that little run to get up six or eight, uh, it got to the rim a couple times, got, got fouled, et cetera. So uh, those are a couple guys. But, you know, I, I love the roster top to bottom um you know we have great guys and <clears throat> last night was tough but uh we'll regroup today and you know, we got another opportunity tomorrow night in boston 
Again, Rick Carlisle is with us. As he said, Pace was off to Boston a little bit later today. It's a 7.30 tip tomorrow night against the undefeated Celtics. I want to go back to Saturday in Cleveland, Coach. Uh, obviously, your second unit was so, so good in that game. Aaron E. Smith, TJ McConnell especially. We've seen McConnell out of the rotation games one and three, in it in game two. How much is that kind of matchup base, and how much of that is just in-game feel of, I, I I think this is a McConnell night, or we need the McConnell insert energy, whatever word you want to use here, to get us going? Yeah, this is a this is a really good question. It's a really uh, tough answer. You know, it's, it is a feel thing. Uh, you know, it's an inexact science. Um, pretty, pretty obvious in Cleveland that, you know, when we're down 15, uh, six or seven minutes into the game that, that we, we need some kind of X factor in the game. And uh, last night, um, it was a consideration in the first quarter, but we were playing much better. And you know, to me, it was just it was a gut call that you know that I had to make. I thought early in the game um, with a guy like him, you know, if you're gonna if, if you're gonna play him, you want to uh, play him as early in the game as possible, just out of respect to him and the situation. But this is. This is a gut wrencher, you know. I mean, on an every night basis, um, you know, the guys that are playing in front of him are all terrific players. Um, it's not that he's not one of our nine best players. Sometimes it just has to do with the structure of the roster and those kinds of things. But all that said, um, nothing's been completely, utterly, entirely determined. Uh, with his situation or anything with the, with the rotation, and it's you know it's it's an ongoing you know set of challenges. Rick Carlisle with us. Last one for me, Coach, and we always appreciate the time. Uh, obviously very busy the game last night, travel today, Celtics tomorrow. I mean, you look at Boston, we know Jalen Brown, we know Jason Tatum, two guys that really make that team go. Hell, I could throw in Derek White, and there's many others, but Porzingis is new to this team. He's had a fantastic start. Drew Holiday obviously traded there right before the season started. So uh, tell us what you have seen with the Celtics, and then how are they different with Porzingis and Drew Holiday, and I understand it's just, you know, three games early on here. Yeah, I mean, they're undefeated. Um, They handled Washington pretty easily last night. Um, You know, it's a great roster. It's, uh, you know, if you look at their their roster and the matchups, it it can be pretty daunting. Um, You know, for us, we've got a get back to playing our style at a higher level. Uh, we, we've got to pick up our pace. Um, yeah, if, if it's going to be solely about, you know, matching up uh, man for man, all that kind of stuff, um, you know, it's going to be a tough night. But we've played them well the last couple of years, and um, it's going to come down to, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the basic things. You know, like last night, uh, 17 turnovers were killer. And when we had the miscues in the third quarter, when we had a chance to extend the lead, um, turnovers were a big part of it. So possession of the ball is, is, is huge. Um, the free throw line is huge. Um, rebounding is huge. And we did, a, we did a pretty good job rebounding the ball last night. So 
we're going to have to keep these guys tomorrow night off the free throw line. Um, and we're going to have to get in the paint as often as we can and generate as many good shots as we can. And uh, if we do that and bring, a, bring the right kind of um, intensity and, and, and style to the game, um, you know, we'll give ourselves a chance. But this is, one, this is one of, you know, the top two or three teams in the league. You know, if you look at all the predictions and all those kinds of things and, um, you know, the acquisition of Holiday really put them in another stratosphere. Right. You know, for me, because he, he, he's so great on both sides of the ball. So um, this will be a great challenge, and, and you know, we'll, we'll find out more about exactly where we are tomorrow night. Coach, we'll end with this, and as Andy said, thank you for the time, as always, on this Tuesday morning. I don't peg you as someone that will be walking around the streets of Boston in a Halloween costume tonight. Uh, are you a Halloween guy? Typically, uh, I know typically you have some other responsibilities this time of year, but uh, were you ever a big Halloweener back in the day? Well, first of all, thanks for that. You know, just uh, <laughs> the assumption that I'm not going to be walking around, walking around Boston in a, in a costume tonight. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Sorry about that. He did lump you in, uh, but he went with the stereotype, <laughs> Coach. Sorry. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, you know, I – I do, I do like Halloween. You know, this is uh, it's going to be an interesting year because uh, we've been living in a, in a high rise in Dallas for years, and there's been there've been no trick or treaters. And so, um, you know, where we live now, we're in, we're in a regular house, and uh, so Donna, my wife, has has got a big tray of you know stuff ready for the trick or treaters. Let's uh, go. Yeah, I heard some guys talking yesterday about. You know, trick-or-treat candy and what you like and what you don't like and stuff like that. Uh, any trick-or-treaters that show up at our house, I think, are going to be very pleased. And so, uh, good job. You know, we uh, we have we have the appropriate, I believe, uh, level of respect for uh, for the holiday, if you want to call it that. And uh, you know, we'll look forward to uh, to seeing all those people. At least, uh, at least Donna will tomorrow night. You know, I, I, what I love about Rick Carlisle is you don't get coach speak from him. He's so candid, but the appropriate level of respect for a ho- for the holiday is maybe the most coach speak thing I think I've ever heard. He's respecting his opponent. That's what's going is. on, and which that is would fantastic. Be October 31st tonight. As he said, quite the challenge coming up tomorrow night. Coach, safe travels. I know home stand coming up on the other side of it. Again, thanks for the time on this Tuesday morning, and uh, we look forward to talking to you, to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care.